friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals where we help you run your business better, smarter, and faster. We are continuing with our summer series where we are helping ConnectWise promote its Pitch It program. And with me, as per usual, the man of summer, Sean Lardo. Sean, how are you? I am great, Marvin. Um, Actually, just back from seeing you in person. That is true. Yes, yes. You brought rain to Florida. I don't understand. And I brought it back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but but it was great seeing you and hanging out at ASCII. Um, actually, we created some good content, I feel like. Yeah, good. You guys were the keynote uh, interview there. Actually, we we uh, just posted that this morning. So I don't know if you've, you know, checked your social media now, but you're, you're, you're semi-famous today. Semi- I'll take, hey, I'll take one hour at a time. You know, 15 minutes of fame. If I can get it for a whole day, that's a lot of 15 minutes. I nice. Think. Bad nice. at math, but I feel like that's it. So, but right. yes, thank you. How And how how was your weekend, by the way? My weekend was good. I came back. There was a family baby uh, in the house, so we got to enjoy. She is, uh, what is she, seven months? So, not my baby, you know. Well, that's, our, our, uh, well, that's good. I feel our, like you're a little too old for that. Yeah, our nephew, our nephew uh, had a child, so we celebrated that. Yeah, I was going to say your age is no way you're having kids at seven months. I mean, well, you could, but you know, your I know your wife is not twenty years old. Listen, either. let's let's not get into all of the you know ethical things that we do or don't do in life. Okay, so <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and continue on with our pitch it uh, competition. <laughs> so why don't we do this? Because even though we've done this for you know several episodes now, there may be some new people on. So let me allow you to have some time and talk about what is ConnectWise Pitch It. Absolutely great. That's a great question, Marvin. So Pitch It is pretty simple. This is the fifth year running for a Connect. It's a ConnectWise sponsored competition. Okay. So what the competition is really about is finding the innovators of today that are actually going to be complementary to our ecosystem, but most importantly, supporting the mission of the MSPs, right? Now, as I mentioned, it is a competition. It's a Shark Tank format. And with these guys that are all involved in this, we have 26 vendors that are in it right now competing. And they're, the goal for them all is to make it to be one, become one of the three finalists to compete live at IT Nation Connect in November, um, where they will compete, where they will compete on stage. Um, they will be, they will compete on stage. And what they'll be going for is the first place of $70,000, second place of 30,000, third place steak knives. Um, but realistically speaking, all three finalists do get a prize just by being a finalist. They get free booth space at Connect, IT Nation Connect, which is worth its weight in gold. If you apply it the right way, um, there is a series of other things they go through. As you know, there is an accelerator incubator program with workshops, and then there's these recordings with you and and various other MSP groups. So not only are they getting some some education on some of their gaps they may have, but they're also getting exposure within these communities to to be able to grow their business. All right, so let's go ahead and continue because we've got to get these guests in. We've only got a small amount of time, so why don't you go ahead and introduce who we're speaking with today? Sure. Uh, actually, he's no stranger to the channel. He's everywhere. He plays drums on a regular freaking basis somehow, and he takes pictures of him like dripping with sweat, like it looks good, like he's like freaking David Lee Roth and group. And it's not. He's not Van Halen. He's a channel guy. Um, he's also photically challenged, like I am. So he has great hairstyle, makes him more dynamic to run through the floor faster. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to bring on my good my good friend Matthew Coney from Nodeware. What's up, dude? 
Hey, how y'all doing? Doing, doing great. Doing good. Did, did, was that a good enough introduction to you? That was an amazing introduction. I Thank love you. it. And you hit it right there. I mean, sweaty pictures of me playing the drums. Let me tell you what, that gets the most likes anywhere. They don't care about node word stuff. Uh, <laughs> I I immediately, my immediately thought on this was um, from Half-Baked when What's-His-Face went to jail and they had yeah. the, and they had the 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 calendar and nasty Nate that like literally this is like how I see this for some reason. So that's okay. I've started tagging node wearing all my sweaty pics, so that way maybe you know if people like those, maybe they'll come to our site. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I, I'm not in charge of this call at all at this point. So yeah, Marvin, he's yeah. gonna say, let me get this train back on the week. track and kick uh, Sean out, and uh, it'll just be Matt and I continuing on. So Sean, well, uh, we'll see you a little bit later today. Can't wait. All right. So Mr. Koenig, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? I am good. Uh, yes, you are a man about the channel. We've known each other uh, basically by sight for what the last two, three years going yes. back and forth. Uh, so tell us now about your stint here at Nodeware. Sure. I'm the VP of channel sales. And I was kind of tasked in taking a five-year-old piece of software that's solidly made, works great, but didn't have a lot of exposure. I've been charged with kind of taking it into the channel, getting in front of people, you know, showing showing MSPs how we can change their world. <laughs> All right. So this is the contest for emerging vendors. So even at five years, really still emerging? <laughs> Let me tell you what. I don't know what was done before I came on, so I can't throw anybody under the bus. I will tell you this. People always say they're the best kept secret. In our case, the emphasis was on secret. <laughs> I mean, really, uh, hardly anybody knew we existed and what we did and how we did it. So we went through a complete new rebrand, uh, rebranded colors, booth, down to fonts and everything. And it's been great because wouldn't you know it, all of a sudden people are asking for demos like it's going out of style. What a concept. Nice, nice. So now that we've kind of talked about it, you guys are coming out of the shadows Explain what Nowhere is and what can it do for us as MSPs? Sure. Well, the first thing is, what is Nowhere? Continuous vulnerability scanning tool. So it runs in the background, 7 by 24 no network degradation whatsoever, platform agnostic. And, and really what it does is it's probably one of the most complete vulnerability management and asset inventory tools on the market. Now, some of the things, how it's going to help an MSP, well, first of all, it's going to upgrade their security stack. And the reason why is a lot of times you're taking out a box right now, you're setting it up on nights and weekends, you're gathering the information, you're bringing back a report about as tall as I am, and now you're sifting through it. In this particular case, it's constantly running in the background. Information is never more than 24 hours old. So for the MSP, right, they can look at a customer and say, look, I'm hopping on vulnerabilities that are critical immediately. I 90 days isn't going to go by where I find it and someone may have exploited it. The next thing is rather than working off of stacks or reports, we have a multi-tenant dashboard. I know what a concept. You can look at each customer, see at a high level what's going on, and then just press a little square and it'll dig down on that customer and show you everything that's happening. Plus, when you click on a vulnerability, not only does it give you all the information, there's a link to the remediation right there take you to the patch upgrade string. 
So it saves a ton of time and a ton of energy on being able to deal with these things on an ongoing basis. All right. So just with what you've said right there, I have a ton of questions, uh, some of which the fact that this is a continuously running vulnerability scan or an audit because you're saying it's discovering devices. So if that's the case, are you doing like vulnerability scans on each device as they come on board or do you designate, you know, like key devices that you want to manage? Sure. Great question. First thing in the asset inventory scan, we pick up everything. And when I say everything, we've got an MSP that's constantly scanning a Roomba somewhere in the Midwest. And the reason they left it on there is because they think it's funny. They go into prospects and go, we're going to find everything. So you might as well tell us. So if it picks up an IP, we're going to bring it back as an asset. Refrigerators, uh, Nest thermostats, Roombas, whatever the case may be. Once it's back, right? You can now, if you want, eliminate IP ranges or single IP. So if you don't want to scan something because you don't want to pay for it, no problem. Take it out. But the next thing it's doing is it's constantly scanning and calling in, right, for vulnerabilities. And the reason there's no huge network degradation is it's kind of doing it this way. Rather than sending a net out, it's going asset one, you good? Yep, asset two, you good? Asset. But it completes that within 24 hours and brings it back as critical, high, medium, and low alerts, so you can address them accordingly. All right. So as I was trying to do a little bit of research, because, yes, I did not know about Nowhere, and I said I need to at least know who they are before we get on this interview here, one of the things that I saw uh, in the notes is that it said it does credentialed and non-credentialed vulnerability scans. Can you describe for the listeners what that means? Sure. You know, credential would mean that you have a way to log into it and provide credentials. So if you've got network devices or whatever the case may be, and there are standard logins, you're able to provide those. And by doing so, you're going to get that deep scan data, right? We're going to go in and we're going to pull everything off the device that we can possibly find. Fingerprints, IP, and MAC addresses, everything like that. Uncredentialed scans, most of the time, are like your IoT devices or older switches or whatever that... Even though a switch isn't considered dumb, I'll call it back in the day a dumb switch. It gives off nothing. So non-credentials is only going to bring back what you can find on a dumb switch okay, uh, or or an IoT asset. Like in the case of a Roomba, for instance, it says, hi, I'm a Roomba. Here's my model number and here's my IP address. Nice. Now, in order to do this, there's there's got to be something local to the network. So is this a box or is this a piece of software that gets installed on a server or a workstation or something and then monitors the network? Or how is it actually done? Sure. So there are two ways. The first one is we ask you to deploy a sensor out on the main infrastructure. If there is, you know, everything could be remote. You could still use the tool. But if there's the main infrastructure, we give you a software sensor that can run under Windows Hyper-V, VMware, whatever. The amount of resources it takes up is less than 2%. Each one needs about four gigs of RAM and a gig of hard drive space. So 99% of the time, put it out on something that exists already. You don't need a specialized jump box for it or whatever the case may be. So the sensor now scans and brings in the infrastructure, right? All of that stuff that you can't put an agent on. The next thing is we give you a silent script to push out an agent to all the remote devices. So all of that information can be pulled back. And one of the cool things about, you know, the agents, I'm always traveling, as Sean said, 
you know, he jokes that I probably have a storage unit, not a house. So uh, one of the things that's really cool is I'm the one you want to scan, though, right? Because I'm in hotels and airports and everywhere else. So what's nice is rather than trying to schedule me, which means you'll get me in 2029 if you're lucky, as soon as I connect to the Internet anywhere, scans my device and brings the information. Nice. So I know that I've, I don't know if I took you off script or not by asking my question. So let me allow you a little bit of time. What are kind of like the super high, you know, emphasis that you want to get home for, for nowhere? Sure. Well, continuous vulnerability scanning, first of all, <clears throat> is starting to be required by the NIST framework, the CIS framework, and a lot of insurance companies. So people always ask, first of all, why vulnerability scanning, which blows me away in the first place, but why vulnerability scanning and why continuous? Well, the first thing is every compliance network out there and every insurance policy requires vulnerability management and asset inventory. Has nothing to do with our software. I don't care who you use. You got to do it. Continuous offers you that extra layer of knowing what's going on as it's happening and making sure you can keep your customers as safe as possible and gives you a great story to tell as you're increasing the price on your security stack, right? Hey, by the way, I don't wait 90 days to catch vulnerabilities. I catch them as they happen. And some of the other cool things, as I said, multi-tenant work off a dashboard instead of reports, doesn't care what the platform is, Mac, Windows, Linux, it has no problem with that. We've got full reporting. We've got things built in for compliance purposes where everybody's got that stupid Windows 7 server running proprietary software that they're never getting rid of. So we built in a way to easily say, hey, that's a general acceptance, here's why. And it comes out of the scan, comes out of the score, makes a report that you can print out later if you need. And the whole thing, on average, after we show you how to install it once with our white glove onboarding service, if it takes you more than 30 minutes to roll out an entire company, you did something wrong and you should call us. Hmm. Right. Well, this all sounds very nice. And I like the fact that it sounds like at any given point, you can print out a report to send off for compliance and auditing. So yep. very nice. Very the other nice. thing is just one more key. Yep. We have a button. You press the button. You say who you want to add with an email address. And for those co-managed environments, literally, you can give them any level of access to their tenant that you want. So rather than constantly printing out 100-page reports to send to an IT team, give them access so they can look at it all and stop driving yourself crazy. Very nice. Uh, we're coming up on time here, but I have one more question. I saw that it says new device alerts. So is this really something like some of the other network monitoring things are where you can actually get alerted when a new device pops on a network that, hey, we've never seen this before? Absolutely. If a new device hits the network for any reason, it's going to pull back all of that information. And more importantly, it's going to tell you the date and time it actually happened. Nice. So it's really cool. And the final piece, connection with ConnectWise. Right now, the way it's set up is you can send all critical vulnerabilities to your support at email address. And here's why. We're finally part of the event program. And if everything goes well, God willing, we will have native integration by IT Nation in November. So stand by for that. But we have created a workaround temporarily so you can create tickets directly from the system. All right. Sounds like you're making all the necessary changes and you're on the road to November IT Nation. Uh, Matt, it's good to chat with you and spend some time and wish you luck. 
in the competition. And of course, I'm sure because you're at almost every conference, we'll see you in Orlando in November, right? Yes, sir. You will see me there big and proud. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Matthew Koenig from Nodeware. And uh, head over to their website, nodeware.com. I'll have links in the show notes. And on behalf of Matthew and our good friend, Sean Lardo, that's going to do it. We'll see you next time. And until then, holla.